Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of your weekly rum and I am one of your hosts Tyler here with my other host Nathan. Nathan, what's up? Hey, not much. Um really not looking forward to this episode. <laughs> yeah, so we got something special. We kind of mentioned it uh last week where we are going to do this thing where every time we say um or like not counting kinda, those times. Yeah, exactly. Although I could call you out nope. on it. Nope, I'm explaining the rules. It does not count. Fair play. (laughs) It will start once we, after the anime of the week, or not the anime of the week, (laughs) after the flavor. It'll start after the podcast is over? Yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) it starts after the flavor. So, what we're doing to to kind of uh, teach ourselves, yeah, see, yeah, teach ourselves teach ourselves not to do that. We're punishing ourselves. Uh, Nathan has... Well, a knife, and he's got to cut off a finger every time he says <laughs> it. Only part <laughs> of the finger, though. It will go too fast. You got to... Like, uh, yeah, just the, the joint. The, a joint at a time. Exactly. Exactly. No, that's terrible, and I'm not glad I have that in my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. I really regret it, actually. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah. What do, you, what do you want me to tell him? Whoa, that so sounded what, professional, didn't it? So what 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 do you have to punish yourself? Oh yeah, can we not phrase it like that? No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's punishment. It feels, it feels very masochistic. It's yeah, yeah that's the right word, dirty. right? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you're not enjoying it, so it's not technically masochistic. Yeah, yeah. So my my brand of nasty um is and you can hear it right. Although you can't tell what it is by me making the sound, but it is, mm, ooh, yeah, it's huh. it's some tasty. Actually, it's a low-fat snack, believe it or not. Huh. That's that's cruel, actually. <laughs> um, that's black the twiz- part. <laughs> Yeah, right. Black Twizzlers are actually, yeah, black Twizzlers, and um, I guess these are licorice flavors. I, I don't know. It says licorice on the bag. Yep. Um, but yeah, and um. Just smelling it last week made me almost throw up. So, <laughs> and not only are they black Twizzlers, this is an open pack that's been sitting on my desk for a week. So I imagine Ooh. they're probably a little stale as well. Why would you do that? Why would well, you close them back up? I, it's. I guess I could have, and I could have put it in the fridge too. But I don't know. Go. It's gonna be nasty no matter what. That's true, but it, last week it might have been nasty and soft. Now it's probably gonna be nasty and hard. Oh no. Oh. Uh. So well, anyway, that's... you know how I feel about hard black things. Oh gosh, hard black <laughs> shafts well, in that's, my mouth. <laughs> that's Nathan's. <laughs> that's Nathan's. You know, prerogative. That's that's him. I prefer to go with. Uh, well, I didn't really have. Like I said, I I try not to uh, keep anything disgusting in my house that I don't like to eat. Um, but I did have um, an essential thing for for cooking. Uh, Lemon juice. Wow, so, you would have just had to have shots of that. What? That lemon juice with that last sentence. Oh gosh, I didn't even notice. See, we're gonna have to keep each other on there. Like, oh, because no bones there. Because I won't notice myself saying it, and you probably won't notice yourself saying it either. So we gotta like go for each other. Yeah, this will be interesting too because if we do too much, it'll definitely interrupt the flow of the podcast. So <laughs> it'll be it will be interesting. It's good comedy though. So anyway, 
Uh, every time, every time I say um, or if I say like when it's not using as a comparison, <laughs> um, I will take <clears throat> a. Uh, I got a little. Uh, I think it's a, a teaspoon or a half a teaspoon full of lemon juice. Can you imagine a shot glass full of lemon juice? No, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Eat up your insides. I don't think I have shot glasses. Otherwise, no, well, that's good, probably. I might have one or something somewhere. I'm sure. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's this week's fun little challenge that we're doing. <laughs> fun uh, being a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Fun for some, not for all. <laughs> not for us. Uh, please tell me you at least have a bottle of water. Oh yeah, no, I got, okay. I got. I'm surrounded by water, so okay, good. Yeah, like I don't want this to like be a thing where you're like, oh, this is disgusting. Oh, no. I need to go throw up or something. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going over like this synopsis, and all of a sudden you're. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make for good. Like, oh uh, God, listening. That's carpet in here. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, are you ready? Oh, as ready as ever be. All right. Well, I'm gonna say the flavor of the week, and then we'll get started. Okay. All right. So, in honor of this challenge, the flavor of the week for um, us is tangy lemon and lime ramen. Ooh, that. Doesn't sound bad. No, it doesn't, does it? So it looks like it's uh, just a, a normal pack of chicken-flavored uh, ramen with some uh, lemon and lime splashed in there. I guess two teaspoons of avocado. Is that no? Adobo? I just read that. What the hell is adobo? You know, uh, do arigato, Mr. Roboto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. How does that go? I messed that up, didn't I? Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Okay, only slightly met up then. Which literally translates to just thank you very much. Mr. Robot. Uh, and then a teaspoon There it is! Shot! Shot! No, we have not. Teaspoon! I said after (laughs) the... After the flavor. We're After still the in the flavor? middle of the... the... Okay. It had a All teaspoon right. of Cajun spice as well. So Wow, what? Yeah. So, that's, like, almost... That sounds painful, almost, really, because you got the spice that's going to burn your tongue, and then you're adding lemon to that? I don't know. It sounds kind of good. I might have to try it. Well, anyway... Let me know what you think if you do. Oh, yeah. Sure will. All right. Well, itadakimasu. Itadakimasu. <laughs> oh. I went back and I was listening to some of our old podcasts. And believe it or not, listeners, there was a point in time where Tyler and I, we actually tried to do that in sync. But that's just not as fun. And then we had, like, the canon episode, and it's just all downhill from there. Uh, the canon episode was great. When we discovered good. how evil you were. We should take full advantage of that, especially with October coming up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been feeling a gradual change with the phases of the moon. I'm becoming more and more evil. <laughs> He's going to transform. All right. Well, are we ready? Yeah. 
I really hope this doesn't turn into a podcast where we're afraid to talk because there's going to be punishment <laughs> if we screw up. Uh, I'm very... There it is. I'm going to be very... There it is. What? You said it. No, I said I'm going to be very careful. You're going to be very difficult, aren't you? No, I seriously didn't say <laughs> um, I swear. Okay. All right. Except Let's for when I just said it there. Um... Okay, now that time, yeah. that time, you threw me off guard. That time I actually did it. All right, fine, fine, fine. A blue for Nathan. Ugh. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. I think my face muscles are going to be super strong by the end of this. <laughs> You're going to have From like all that the cringing. You're gonna have that Squidward face in the episode of SpongeBob where Squidward becomes beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like the, <laughs> the um, and where he has there the, it is. I know <laughs> he's got like the. I want to. I what am I trying to say? Just the jaw where it's very. Oh defined. yeah, it's chiseled. Yeah, he's got those very jaw. sharp That's features. That's what I was looking for. The chiseled jaw. All right. Well, shall we move on? Yes, please. The anime of the week this week. Uh, you got the... Ah, don't do <laughs> You keep doing it. All right, let me... While you're taking your shot, let me take the reins here. Yeah, go uh, let me give the, you a little uh, Go for the, the English name of the anime <laughs> while I do this. Okay, thanks for giving me the easy... Appreciate that because it means a lot and makes my day easier. The easy... English name of this, and it kind of gets us in the mood for October, which is going to be a blast, is Corpse Princess, which is exactly the kind of name I would I would give to this anime. It fits pretty well. I agree. You want to hit us with the Japanese? Sure. Japanese is Shikabane Hime Aka. So is that is that how they pronounced it? I, I assume you watched the dub, correct? Did you not? I watched the sub. Oh, man, you're really missing out. They did a powerhouse of English voices. Oh, yeah? Maybe. I, I kind of wish I had watched the dubbed because the subbed wasn't. The voice acting really didn't get my goat, if you know what I mean. Oh, man. I tell you, the English dub had so many A list. Well, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, A list voice actors we'll have to go over that over characters then because i'm very curious so let me read the synopsis from my anime list after being brutally murdered along with her family mikana oh boy hoshimura hoshimura thank you turns into a shikabane hime a living corpse contract to, uh, contracted to the Kogan cult. Weird that they call that a cult. It is. They did all the religions in this as a cult. Is it weird? That's weird because in the English, it's definitely not. They don't use the word cult. I English, think they used it in the sub. Yeah, because in like English. Oh no, maybe they didn't in the sub actually. I just know that in English, cult is usually not a word you want to reference with anything that's good. 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a derogatory word. Right. For crazy people. So anyway. A living corpse contracted the Kogan cult. Uh, and no, damn it. That's your second one, by the way. I'm keeping track through this synopsis. Uh, right. I'll call you out okay. on it in the we'll, end. We'll do it at the end. In order to uh, exert, <laughs> sorry, in order to exert revenge on the mysterious undead organization responsible for her death, she is assisted in in this task by Kesei Tagami, her contracted priest and former friend. The series follows the story of Keisei's younger brother, Ori? Is how yeah, they say that's it? what I would say, too. That's what they say in the subbed, I believe. Okay. And say that's how they pronounce it in the dub, but like it's not really spelled like that. So, Ori, a boy with unusual attraction to death, who slowly discovers his brother's secret and it's dragged into the world of the Shikabanes. So, in the dub, they did pronounce it Kabane, it's not Shikabane? No, it was Shikabane. Oh, okay. Strong E, huh? Yeah. What did they, did they not pronounce it like that in the... Well, I mean, they, they, I'm sure they did in the sub, but they said it so fast. Everything they said, it was hard to pick out individual words. At least it is for me in Japanese, because it goes by so fast. Mm, Fair enough. Yeah. I think I'm starting to get better at that, though. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah, like I, I was watching a dub tra- or sub trailer for something earlier that did not have subtitles. It was just Japanese, and I was picking out a few here and there, a few words here and there. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't we can't let you off the hook on this uh, one. But... No, I got I got it. All right. So how much was there? Three. Oof. I'll eat a whole piece when I. When you call me out. Alright, fair enough. Per per one. Fair enough. Alright, here's the first one. Ugh, it smells so bad. (laughs) 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 There's one. I really hope my roommates heard my laugh. Yeah? Oh god. Let's see how the third one goes. (laughs) Oh, don't make fun of me. I know I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm I'm here for you, bud. I'm here for you through this hard time. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> You're enjoying every second well, of this. Well, actually, you have no idea how terrified I am. <laughs> I'm gonna slip up. I'm just waiting, biding like, my time. When I was younger, I used to get strep throat a lot, and. Sometimes it was really hit or miss with the medicine because sometimes the doctor would prescribe this delicious bubblegum flavored oh, medicine. Oh, the bubblegum was awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I loved the bubblegum. Other times I would get this disgusting, just nasty ass white coconut yep. medicine. Yeah, yeah? <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about? I know about? what you're talking oh, about. That stuff was, I mean, I, I've been making a big deal about this black licorice, but that stuff was like 20 times worse. <laughs> But they did it for good reason, because when they give out the same, you know, the, the pink bubblegum stuff was penicillin. And, oh, yeah, when you give somebody that too much, their body actually becomes immune to it. Ah. So every once in a while, you have to 
mixed it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sure. unfortunate that they couldn't have made the other stuff also pink bubblegum flavor. Yeah, right? I mean, how hard could that have been? <laughs> Is that asking too much? I feel like not so. No. Why it's sometimes good to be an adult and just be able to take pills. That's true. Don't Although have to worry about the taste. At that age, I was taking that nasty medicine all day over a pill because that was terrifying. Think <laughs> so? Yeah, I. I mean, it's like from a little kid's perspective, it's like you're asking me to. My whole life, I've been chewing food, so I so I don't choke mm-hmm. and die. Yep. And you're asking me to take this without chewing it. Oh, I I did not take my first pill until I was like 17 years old. I just refused. Yeah. Now I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Nowadays, I take those giant... Um, I actually... Oh, son of a bitch, like, I said it, didn't ha, I? Ha, ha. Uh, ha, I take ha, giant ha. fish oil horse pills and... Uh, right, the horse pills? Two. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the evil one here. Revenge. Did I do walrus tusks before I eat them? <laughs> it's up to you. They smell too bad. I mean, you know, it, it's funny... Oh, they are stale. I tried to tell you. Oh, it's gross. You should have uh, should have sealed them up, and now I, I said, uh, so. Yeah. This is really what I imagine human flesh tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. No, not the human flesh, this. I don't know. Make a deal with the human flesh. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. Speaking My cousin, of... the cannibalist. <laughs> Sounds like a sitcom. Oh. So, getting back to the... Speaking of human flesh... I don't know. Kind of relates. The anime of the week. These uh, Shikibani Hime, so to say, are pretty much zombies, right? What do you agree? Yeah. My balance bold discussion, yes. <laughs> So How many Damn. are there? Two. Yeah. Oh, I I figured. Hey, I'll eat both at the same time and just stuff them in there to get it over with. Probably a bad idea. Didn't work out well. No. <laughs> well, I will keep going with this while you have fun. Like a but, jaw workout. Yeah. Tell me about it. The they're very well, especially if they're stale. They'd be very tough. Anyway, they're basically zombies fighting other zombies. The Shikibani Hime are, I guess, I would really zombies. say... You can even classify that as a thing? I was going to say, I don't know if I would classify them as good zombies, but they're the zombies who still have control. They're the young female zombies. Yeah, pretty much. At least from that, what I've was, seen. Was that established in anime that they... To be a chicken bonnie hime, you had to be young and female. It was not younger, no. but since hime translates to princess, oh, <laughs> it would sound kind of odd to hey, be, it's, no. it's not unheard to have a male zombie princess, maybe. I mean, well, I mean, we, well, we, to be we, fair, we have seen is this a zombie. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of a male zombie magical girl. But, you know, you're right. splitting hairs at some point there. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love that anime. But that's not the anime of the week. This is. 
sorry for you guys. <laughs> no. So, I thought it was pretty good. You thought the black licorice was good? No, the, the black licorice. I died a little bit inside. <laughs> um, I thought the anime was good. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, that go- black licorice tasted like what some of the characters in this anime looked like, though. Or some of the zombies. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I said um again, so why don't you take over? Okay, where do you leave off? I wasn't listening. I was in anguish. <laughs> Sounds like you said anguish. Like some, uh, <laughs> I was speaking English. Some like uh, Chinese guy that can't speak English. Uh, a shout out to our Game Grump. Well, a shout out to Game Grumps. And especially Danny, who's a sexy little baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> I left off talking about the Shikabani Himes. Okay, and Hime means princess. Yes. And so Shikabani, <clears throat> I assume, means corpse. Yeah, I guess that one makes sense. Or corpse with a motive, really. <laughs> the, the, the two kind of supernatural beings in this anime are Shikabani and Shikabani Hime. What is Shikabani is, is is someone who's died, but they have an obsession or something that they can't really pass on without fulfilling, so they become this big monster that is evil, and it kills people. It's very, very weird. I, I guess not. So, um, son of a bitch. <laughs> I that's one. They've I've heard them compared to Hollows from Bleach. I can see that. Is 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 I don't think it was as well done as Bleach just cuz I'm very partial to that anime. Mm. But so what sec, what separates a Shikabane from a Shikabane Hime is a Shikabane Hime is a corpse that was transforming into a Shikabane but retained herself, right? Retained yeah. her thoughts and and personality, and then long enough to sign a contract with a monk. And uh, oh god, <laughs> I got another one coming too because I said it a couple seconds ago. All right, you but, go ahead. All right, here we go. Ooh. So they make a contract with a monk, and that monk is Buddhist. It's a Buddhist monk. Yeah, well, how many monks do you know that aren't Buddhist? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, revealing the contract, if that's a spoiler. I would say probably. No, I already, I already said contract. I know, but the details. Mm. I would say the yes. Covered it covered in the first episode? No, it was not covered in the first episode. So we shall not go uh, over it. A lot of the plot wasn't covered until, like, the tenth episode. Yeah. It's something. So, well, uh, why don't we go over the characters? Lemon juice. Huh? That's one. You said it. Oh, come on. Did I really? You do your shot, I'll go over characters. Alright, go over characters. So, these characters, the story revolves around this kid whose name was mentioned in the synopsis. Ori. Ori. It is weird, isn't it? It's 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 very mouthy. It's hard to hard to say. Well, like when I think Ori, I would think like O R I, but it's like O U R I, so I Ori. Ori. And um so it revolves around Ori. 
God, I need water. Agreed. <laughs> but some sugar here, I could just make lemon lemonade yeah, in lemonade. my stomach. It's weird just... how something like so good comes from something so strong and and sour and gross. <clears throat> I'm gonna have some horrible acid reflux tonight. Oh yeah, I bet your poop hurts too. Okay. Or maybe maybe the other thing. <laughs> so. No, so yeah, the the main character it could arguably be this Ori guy. He's a young middle school, high school student. I think high I school. Imagine. Okay, he's yeah, a high in school. one of the episodes they reference back to eighth grade. That is true. So I'm thinking they're high school. He's a high school student. Um, can you take it from here, Ty? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of switching back and forth this week. Yeah, there is. Hey, that'll be kind of cool, though. He's a high school student, and he lives in... He's an orphan. He lived in an orphanage. And in the first episode, his brother, who's not actually his brother... It's kind of that's like a Japanese thing too. If there's someone close to you but not family, they're often referred to as brother. Right, right. And I mean, living in an orphanage, even in America, sometimes that can happen. Consider people you're living with like in an orphanage, brothers and sisters. Oh yeah. Even though they might not be blood related. But anyway, his brother is a Buddhist monk, and I said it again. Okay, so he's a Buddha who's head of this temple. And if so, I'm not very familiar with like Buddhist titles and everything, but before you watch this anime, that might be a good thing to research because all the Buddhist monk, and there's a lot to do with the the hierarchy of, of like the Buddhist temples and whatnot. But the older brother is the Soho, Sojo monk, he's the head monk of that temple. Right, and there's different sects of temple, and that's the it starts with a K. It was in the. the oh, it was in the Kogan. This was Kogan. Okay, so he's the head monk in the Kogan sect, but he's kind of just recently in in that position, right? So he's still younger. He's he's not an old monk type. He's he's younger, and. He takes in, uh, Ori. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. The, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the orphanage is on the monk property. Like the temple property. Yeah, it's the temple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a child welfare place. Right. So. Also, my gums are numb. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure if that's good or not. I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's why people like it. It makes you tingle. Maybe. <laughs> Cruelly, though, my tongue is not numb. Right. <laughs> so, he takes Ori to the orphanage, and Ori lives there until about high school. And in the first episode, Ori moves out. He wants to do things on his own and moves out. But one of the main things that made him want to move out is that he saw his brother come home a lot with, you know, injuries and stuff like that. And one night, he saw his brother... Well, actually, he wandered into a room in the temple. 
and found not wonder he was guided oh yeah yeah he he was guided to a room in the temple by some weird mysterious cat which i still he really likes cats and i really hope i only watched the first 12 episodes the first season Uh i don't know how much did you watch i think i got to eight oh okay cool Oh, so you're actually, this is rare. Yeah, I know. You actually got... I have not had much time this week. Yeah, so you actually I believe got it. farther than I did. <clears throat> so, did they ever explain the cat? You know, they, they do an episode of the older brother's backstory. Mm-hmm. So, you learn a, a lot about him, and you learn a lot about Ori's childhood. Mm-hmm. And in that, a little bit of the cat's explained. Actually, yeah, it is explained. So, you learn... About the cat, right? You learn about its origins and whatnot. But it's still not developed any more than it was in this series. Like, it doesn't play a larger role. That's upsetting, because I always found the cat very mysterious and very interesting. It is interesting, and I really hope in the second season they develop it more. Because there is possibility with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I... Anyway. As the first season stands, the cat is just a plot device to move the story forward. Sure, sure. But a very interesting one. Yeah. At least. And it's a cute kitty, too. I know, right? It's a black cat, though. I I mean, it's it's on my to-do list, but I need to research um, tropes or things. (laughs) Like, cats cats have special meaning in in Japanese culture, and it'd be cool to Mm -hmm. know those. So, sure, sure. licorice number five billion and four. <laughs> Feels like it, right? Yep. I think I'm getting better. I haven't said it in a while. So, and what? No, no. <laughs> it jinx me here. <sighs> now I forgot where we were. Yeah, it's it's really cutting into the flow of the podcast, but it's funny, so it's okay. <laughs> we might um, if we can't oh, if we can't a... stop. <laughs> I'm going to run out of licorice here at one point. I know, right? If we can't stop by like halfway through the episode, we might have to stop just to keep the episode time. And you know what's kind of cool, though? What? It's kind of like where those characters from Darker Than Black and our stick, our thing is when we use our powers, we have to eat, like, you have to eat whatever lemon juice and I have to eat a licorice. Just our powers are saying a certain word. Our powers are entrancing our listeners, of course. <laughs> so. No, so, okay, we've been talking about these two forever. Whatever. There's Ori, and he has an older brother. More importantly, the older brother is what's called a contracted monk, which mm-hmm. means he brought a corpse from the dead, which is our Q next main character, mm-hmm. um, Makina. Yep. Horishimura. And you learn more about her. I won't go into it because of spoilers. Main thing you need to know about her right now is that she's dead. Yep. She's a corpse. But she's a, a Shikabani Hime. And she was a big fan of very short skirts. I am also and a not big wearing fan. underwear. <laughs> I am also a big fan of this. Both things I am a huge fan of. I, it's weird that you but wear short skirts and not underwear, Ty. Only okay. on women. Must specify. <laughs> I only wear it, you know, when I'm home alone and I want to feel pretty. <laughs> Going commando with a short skirt. Mini skirt. <laughs> you don't know freedom we have gone commando with a mini skirt. <laughs> That's just going to be burned into our listeners' heads forever. <laughs> Alright, I gotta find more water. About the, uh... <laughs> so, 
he wanders in. He's guided into this room. He sees his brother come in. Well, before he sees his brother come in, he sees this corpse lying on the ground, dead. Dead as can be. And he's lives at a temple, so he's not super like unnerved about this. He's just kind of like, eh, it happens. So he wanders over to the corpse, makes sure it's a corpse. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, he she's feels not her. Cool. She's dead. Yep. And then he hears it's like gasp, no shit. Right. And then he hears people coming, so he hides behind this statue, and he sees his brother come in, and his brother's all bandaged up and injured, and he goes over to the corpse, and pretty much hugs it. Mm. He rips open the shirt and tries to touch her boobies. Yes, he does do that, which I found not so much odd at the first time. Yeah, because it's CPR, really. I'm just embellishing it. Well, I wouldn't really consider it that. She's dead. Well, yeah, but he doesn't know that before (laughs) he performs. False. (laughs) He totally knows that. Anyway. What what is he? The child from Sixth Sense sees he can sense dead people? (laughs) He, the, the thing I find weird about it is that they that he did it the first time in the first episode. He, for some reason, opened up her shirt a little bit and then hugged her. But, and brought her back to life. And Yeah, kind of. Boiler, baby spoiler. Not really. It was in the first episode. We've established anything in the first episode. Is, it's, just our, it's our way of doing things. Am I supposed to be eating another piece right now? Am I doing that out of habit? <laughs> you must be doing it out of habit. No! Because I don't think I've heard you say it. Can I have one in the bank then? Sure. Oh, thank I'll you. I'll give you one in the bank. You have no idea how much that means to me. <laughs> you just gave me water in the desert. This is why we have, like, a special bond. Yeah. I'm glad Wouldn't we shared blood. for anybody else. Just for you, buddy. You would be my contracted monk. <laughs> so, I, the the thing that I find weird about it is he, he does it the one time, but in future episodes we see him do it again, but he does not rip open her shirt again. Yeah. So that's why I just kind of find it a little weird the first time. Not complaining. You get to see some, some stuff. Barely. Barely, but I'll take what I can get, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's a... Man, this is killing me. (laughs) Oh, I got one one in the bank. bank. I'm good. (laughs) You gotta take what you get. There's not a lot of freebies out there. That's true. Saying that, I sound like a total perv, don't I? (laughs) So he, he pretty much revives her, and they go do their thing. And then a little while later, his brother moves out because of this incident. I don't know what it is. I think this incident just inerts Ori him. moves out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ori moves out because of this incident. And ever since, like, after that, he keeps running into the corpse cat. that he saw that... Well, the cat, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And the corpse that he saw that day, which is one of the other main characters, Machina. So Machina is one of three, four Chica body Himes you see in this anime, and each of them has a contracted monk, and they're 
main purpose in life is to kill Shikabane. And this brings some cool elements into the anime because these Shikabane are very varied, right? There's mm-hmm. different ones. They're not paper cutters. They have different powers. And so that the first couple episodes are kind of that, right? They're kind of formula. Shikabane appears. Shikabane Hime goes to kill it. And through that, you get they establish some sense of characters. Uh, Ori is slowly finding out the secret behind Makina and and her connection with his older brother, whose name we haven't mentioned yet. What is his older brother's name? Hearsay. Oh, have we mentioned it? He was in the synopsis. His okay. name was in the synopsis. Hearsay Tagami. So the first half of the first season the first six episodes or so are kind of this formula and you're you're exposed to the other shikabai hime you're exposed to different things about the monks right in the temples and you're exposed to someone a character important character we haven't talked about yet who's the main villain ah yeah yep the traitor monk yeah, he's known as a traitor monk, and we won't go into his backstory because that'd be spoilers. But you especially... can kind of get it from the name. Yeah. you. I don't know if you're at the part yet, but they go a little bit further into that. I think um, I'm just getting into that. Okay, and later on, I'm not there yet, but like the past three or four, the last three or four episodes of the first season, they actually introduce another set of antagonists. Who are known as the Seven Stars. And they are much cooler. Well, I don't know, right? They're more... uh, How do I phrase? I don't want to say they're cooler than the Traitor Monk. Mm -hmm. Because they're... Okay, so spoiler. No, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to give this spoiler because it's very big. It's just, they're not... So, let me ask you this. Before you go on for too much longer. Yeah. Does that mean the traitor monk arc gets resolved within the first season? No, he ends up staying in the story. Okay, alright. They just introduced a secondary protagonist, or antagonist. Antagonist, yep. So, yeah, that pretty much sums up the plot and the characters, right? There's there's the main character's Ori, and he's associated... To be fair, we haven't really talked about the characters. That's true. About their personalities. So let's go over that. So, Ori... I like Ori. I do too. I feel like I didn't flesh them out as much as char- main characters we've seen in past animes. Mm-hmm. But he he doesn't have any traits that annoy me. Right. That's that's exactly. He's not very outstanding, but he's not a bad antagonist or protagonist, protagonist either. I'll tell you what, though. Some anime they would have went the route where they really emphasized, "Oh, I'm an orphan. Oh, woe is me. Right. Oh, where's my family?" Which, you know, that's that's kind of fine. But I'm really glad they didn't. No, I like the way they, they actually did it. barely touched on mm-hmm. on that yeah. part of his personality. Yeah, he's he's not. He kind of embraces it. It's a bold move for anime to have beings with powers and. 
have the main character for the whole first season not have powers. Right. Yeah, it is. It is. He's just kind of along for the ride in the first season. Yep. So, another one of the characters, his brother, Kisei. I really like Kisei. Yeah, he was probably my favorite character. He's got some comic relief to him, which is a plus. And as the series goes on, it seems like he's actually kind of a badass. He is very much badass. He has some cool moves, especially later on. And he, his comic relief takes the form of a little bit pervy, but <laughs> not. It's not like, um, ah, son of a gun. <laughs> it's not like the guy off of Naruto, and I should know his name, and I'm deeply ashamed that I don't. But the Jiraiya, Jiraiya, yeah. It's not that kind of pervy. It's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. It's more it's figures, more... posters, and magazines pervy. Yeah. Usually, oddly enough, of young girls. I uh, yeah, they're like uh, I almost want to say magical girls. It almost feels kind of pedophile too. Well, I mean, he's a if he was Catholic, that'd be one thing, right? I'd be like, <laughs> oh, that's the joke they're doing. But he's he's a Buddhist monk, so I don't. Maybe there's a stereotype of that. Maybe not. <laughs> oh no. So anyway, so, the characters are really good, but I would like to talk about what you missed out on and the English voice cast. Alright, hit me with this amazing English voice cast crew while I slowly die inside. <laughs> Alright, so we'll start out strong. The main character, Ori, is voiced by none other than Aaron Dismuke. Now, any hardcore Full Metal Alchemist fan will know Aaron Dismuk voiced the original Alphonse Elric. Oh, wow. I'm really surprised I didn't recognize that. Oh, the, the voice. Name? Anyway, no, the voice. I thought you said you didn't watch the dub. Oh, son of a gun. Well, that explains that, doesn't it? <laughs> I, like, I didn't watch the dub, and I only watched the sub. To be fair, even if you did watch the dub, I guarantee you, you wouldn't pull, put it together. Because, well, I would doubt it. You told me. Well, I doubt it. <laughs> well, because okay. because when he did Alphonse, he was about 12, 12 years old, something like that. Oh, you can start voice acting that young? Well, he was voicing a young. <laughs> That's kid. true. That's so, true. And then he is now our age, I think. Actually, technically, most of the time, he was voice acting a suit of armor. True, but it was a young boy. <laughs> young boy spirit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go. Hey, it's been a while. And he's our age now? Yes. So, hold on a second. It's been a while since what? Uh, I said it. I said it. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I thought someone walked in. I was about to be like, "Get out!" No. Oh, that gets. Uh, it's been so long. It's worse. <laughs> it stings a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, like it wasn't too bad when I was doing it like one after another, but since it's been like a while, good thing you don't have any small cuts in your mouth, huh? Yeah. <laughs> don't you joke about that? Anyway, so Aaron Dismuke 
is the main character, and he's an awesome voice actor as an adult, too. Well, that's cool. You said he's about Arch now? Yeah, I think he's your age. I'm so jealous. <laughs> right? We could have that job. How cool would that have been? Right? And then we come to Keisei, who's also a powerhouse voice actor. I tell you, man, this guy... Yeah. It's uh, Michael J. Tannum. And, yeah. Tannum. I believe the word you're looking for is Shanning Tatum? No, no, no. Michael J. Tatum. <laughs> Close. But, so, this guy was... Kind of to tie it back to um, Aaron, he played Scar in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh wow! Wow, a lot of Full Metal Alchemist voice actors coming out, huh? Yeah, but unfortunately, they didn't like voice act with each other because Aaron did not voice Alphonse in Brotherhood because he had gone through puberty and could no longer <laughs> pull off a young kid's voice. Oh, that's, that, them's the breaks, though, right? Oh, right. That's a bummer, but them's the breaks. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear something funny? What? The counterpart to that, Kisei's Japanese voice actor. Oh, boy. Did he also he, play Scar? Uh, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far down the list, though. It's, it's alphabetized, so I can look it up pretty quickly. But he played... Um, <laughs> no. He played Satan in Blue Exorcist. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Another thing that this guy did, like I said, he's a powerhouse. He also did... Oh, no way. What? He played Maze in Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, close. As the Japanese voice actor, yeah. Ironic. (laughs) Yeah. So this Tatum guy also played Sebastian... And Black Butler. Oh, he had a very smooth voice. Eh? Oh, his his Sebastian voice is awesome because it's very, very elegant British. So, but he's got several more that he was a part of. He's a he's a powerhouse voice actor. And then you also got, gosh, there's so many like. The English cast is just full of good voice actors. So I recommend Let, let's, it. Yeah. Let's keep moving on, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spend all day just talking about... <laughs> and this voice actor. Yeah. And the well, voice actor know. for the cat. That one's would not believe. That one's interesting. Yeah. he's The, the voice cat actor, doesn't have a voice, though, I do suppose. He does. The voice actor for the cat is weird. He's only been in a few anime that I know. He's got a very unique voice that wouldn't work. Oh, please tell me he's cats in all of them. <laughs> that would be funny. What if, a voice what if actor like that a specializes go- yeah. in cats. What if there's a go-to cat voice actor guy? I don't know the cat's name, so it's... Oh, okay, here it is. Let's see what other... See if he's voiced cats... And other things. <laughs> Looking at the pictures, I don't see any more cats. There's no, like an okay. alien thing. Oh, well, he's Goldo in Dragon Ball Kai. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so can we talk about art? Oh, before we do, I would also like to point out 
the voice actor that does the main character in Steins Gate is also in the. Oh, cool! Dang, you weren't kidding. It's a yeah, a lot. So, move on to art. You said. Yeah, the the big thing I got to say about art has to it ties in with the producer, and the producer of this was Ganix. Gainix, G A I N A X. They also did a little ditty that you and I are familiar familiar with, and has come up several times on the podcast. FLCL. Oh, nice, fully coolie. Yeah, which I bring up. FLCL was a 2000 to 2001 anime, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And this is a 2008 anime. However, from the looks of it, at least from well, yeah, that you see it in the title most or the cover. It looks like. Pretty much exactly the same art style. Now that you say that, yeah, surprisingly enough, I never really noticed it. But besides that, I mean, I really like that art style, so I was partial to the art. I thought it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. And even so, it's much later. Obviously, they had different art styles by the time this came out. But uh, some people, I said it again, and I'll eat another early course. I was going to wait until you're done, but yeah. Some people argue that, oh, they did. They stuck with this old other art style, but others argue, hey, it's it's stylized, and they did it on purpose. So I'm not employed by this company, so I don't know the story behind it, but mm-hmm. it's whatever you choose to believe, really. I like it. I don't see anything wrong with the art style. I don't think it like super stands out, but I don't like it. I don't hate it. Yeah. Are we going to be crucified for the fact that we, um, oh, I got you another piece. I'm doing two at once. Are we going to be crucified for the fact that we glossed over that the main character dual wields machine guns? And uh, also each of boy. the Sekib, uh, Shikabane. Shibane. Oh, this licorice is going to my head. <laughs> I'm getting foggy head. Each of the Shibane, he may have different weapons too. They style, yeah, they. Style. I like the. There is one. Not really a spoiler. There is one that has pistols, but she doesn't use them to shoot so much. She uses <laughs> them to pistol whip people. Just whack stuff. Yeah. Which also, while we're on the topic, she is voiced by the same voice actor that. Uh, what's her name? Sword Art Online's main female protagonist. Mm. Search with an A. I know. Asuka? No. Yeah, Asuka, something like that. I'm thinking, yeah, that's not, that's, Asuka is. <laughs> Sounds like Boston person trying to say Oscar the Grouch. Asuka. <laughs> it's Asuka the Grouch. No, Asuka is actually from, how am I, Evangelion. Jeez, goddamn. You're right, <laughs> this, this stuff is going this to is my hard. head. I can't think of things. I want to say the word, and that helps me think of things, but it no. <laughs> it's good though. I mean, this this will it'll teach us. Yes. Can I? She wields some machine guns. I feel like she should be much stronger than what she was in the anime. Well, I mean, she is going up against non-living things. That's true, but even still, the, the range weapons is very very skewed. I guess. Yeah. Well. Machine guns aren't super powerful because they shoot super fast. Yeah, they're good because they shoot fast, not because they're powerful. They 
anyway. guess that's true. So let's see. We have music. What did you think of the intro? Mm, I thought the intro was appropriate. Yeah, I didn't think it was like super good, but I didn't hate it. I liked the uh, opening rift. Yeah. Uh, later on, there's a like kick-ass fight scene where the background music is pretty much just the whole intro song. Alright. We have both said it. Let's toast. Did I say it? Yeah, you wow. said it right at the beginning of the sentence. You were like, <laughs> okay, uh, wait. and... I guess toast. And I've finished bottle of water number two, by the way. <laughs> Alright, toast. <laughs> Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Well, at least yours is quick. I have to chew on mine for like five minutes. That's true. Mine is like a shot. But I tell you, the sourness sticks with you for a while. Like, I am salivating so much. <laughs> Drowned in it over there. I know, right? So, all in all, I really liked the anime. I really liked the story. I really liked the characters. I've been kind of wanting to watch an anime like this for quite a while. I've been kind of looking for an anime like this for a while. I don't I like, think it's a masterpiece, but I really like the style. I really like it. I like it too, and I think you picked a great segue into October. That yeah, thing right? works really well building into October. Yeah, I didn't really expect it to be like that. I wasn't really thinking of that when I chose it. I was yeah. just looking through like, oh, here's Funimation's anime. Ding, 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 ding. Which one looks interesting? Ah, oh, yeah, that one looks interesting. We'll do that one. Tyler texted me saying this. he expected this to be a comedy. Like, is this a zombie? Boy, was he wrong. Oh, God, so wrong. But I'm glad I was wrong. Yeah, it worked out really well. Yeah, I'm glad I was wrong about it. It does get, like, uh, I said, like, that's a thing, too, right? We can't do that either. If it's used for comparison, I was was using it as filler. Yeah, not so much. Towards the the last three or four. You should really cut these in half. You're going through them too fast. Oh, this pack doesn't seem to be shrinking, really. (laughs) Which worries me. (laughs) The, what was I saying now? Oh, the last three or four episodes really get good. They ramp it up a lot. They raise the bar, if you will. I think after we get done with this, I'm going to spend the rest of the night probably watching it. That or playing a link between worlds. I can't decide. You have that? Yeah. Ooh, what do you have it on? I guess, is it only on handheld? Yeah, it's only on 3DS. Oh, man. I specifically bought it because the game runs for Yeah. And it looked (laughs) awesome. I may I, have also bought Mario Maker. Oh no, I couldn't. I couldn't watch those episodes. I watched. I. I. That's a lie. I did watch them, but it was a little bit hard. Why? Uh, just because I wasn't you don't a like huge Danny torture. I didn't, they were both tortured and. That's I don't, the fun part. Just Ross is evil to begin with, and I know he was getting <laughs> so much satisfaction out of torturing them. It's just True like, that. quit picking on my, <laughs> you know, <laughs> idols. Anyway, I would give this anime. I'm not done, so I reserve the right to change this. I would say, solid eight. A solid eight. Yeah, solid eight. Hmm. 
If it, picks, if it picks up towards the end, I might give it a 9. Yeah? You probably will, because it does get better towards the end. Nice. I'm glad. I really hope people enjoy listening to me talk with food in my mouth. <laughs> I gave it a 7 up until the last couple episodes, and that kicked it up to an 8. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall on my anime list, it's rated with a 7.43. And it's ranked number 1,752. So, not bad. But in popularity, it's ranked number 675. Right, yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we picked this up. It's a good staple in my my collection. Well... My list. Yep. All right. Um, you'll have to text me and tell you what you what you think when you watch the oh. rest of the episodes up to twelve. Will do. It might be late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Blah blah news. I need water. Can you go first? Yes. Best news segue yet. I love it. Really phoning it in. All right, so let's move on to news. We'll we'll uh, we're kind of running late because of all the pauses to torture each other. Is it better if I say torture each other? Because we're kind of I'm. Oh, you probably got up to get water. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I'm back now. Okay, I, I was saying, is it better if I say torture each other? For what? The for for this? Yes. And a little bit, yeah. I don't. Well, that changes it, right? That changes it from masochist to sadist, or sadist. Yeah, sadist. We enjoy torturing each other. Yeah, still doesn't sound very good. No, but it might sound a little better. Especially since we're blood relative best friends. I mean, that's a little (laughs) fucked up, right? Uh, you've you've watched anime. You've seen worse. (laughs) Yeah, actually, true. So, since we've been kind of doing that and we're running a little late, we're going to plow through this news. There wasn't a lot of news anyway that's very standout-ish. So. Just like I'm going to plow through Machina, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, that's fine. Feel free to edit that part out. I nope. really regret saying that now. <laughs> Perfectly fine. We've already established I don't care who you get as long as it's not my... <laughs> Well, you know. In case you listeners have forgotten, one day, one of these fateful days, Tyler's still got a critical decision to make. <laughs> it's very vital to the canon of this podcast. No, I refuse to make this decision. Go back and listen. He promised he would. Plead, uh, no, I plead the fifth. <laughs> you can plead whatever you want. We're going to hold it true. going <laughs> to hold it to you. All right. First article. Funimation reveals... Riddle Story of Devil, English cast. North American anime distributor Funimation announced the main English cast dub for Riddle Story of the Devil on Thursday. So, let's see who we got. Um, Morgan Berry, Alexis Tipton... Uh, Anastasia Monos, uh, Colleen Kling, oh, Clink Between Kling. Worlds, <laughs> no, Colleen Clinkenberg, 
Lincolnshire beard? Lincoln beard? <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's how it's spelled. C-L-I-N-K-E-N-B-E-A-R-D. That sounds like a dwarf name in Dungeons Lincoln and Dragons. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Flink Clinkenbeard. I wish I had that last name. <laughs> I feel like there's some more. Da, 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 da. Michaelia, Franz, Grin, April, Laura, Landa, and I feel like they're. Uh, Catlin Glass will serve as director. Okay. All right. Well, that's first article down. Like I said, we're going to plow through these. I've got some voice cast for you, too. Okay. This one's from Sentai Filmworks' Black Bullet, English subcast. Let me give you a little synopsis of this Black Bullet, though, because I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. A virus that is spreading like wildfire, wildfire, causing each infected host to rapidly mutate, gaining new powers and abilities with every stage of development, even while they continue to attack, kill, and infect multiple new hosts. So this is a... Dilemma that's affecting mankind, and mankind's last hope lies in the cursed children, young girls infected with the virus who have now managed to retain a hold on their humanity. Paired with a partner, they alone have the strength to take on these virus-infected people in one-on-one combat, but the very thing that gives them power is a ticking time bomb, so even as they protect humanity, they are also feared and shunned. Are they girls? Are they monsters? Or are they mankind's ultimate salvation? Are they hot? Ah, they look decent from okay. from the cover art, anyway. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> People, our listener viewership, and we, which is most of our viewership, by the way, <laughs> uh, our followers on SoundCloud is just gonna plummet. <laughs> Shout out to all you ladies out there, because you're amazing, you're strong, independent women, and you don't need no man. And you're human beings, and awesome, and probably better people than us. I, sure. Don't leave us. We need you. I, yeah. So, do you find any irony in the statement that you just said? What? So, they don't need men... But we need them, and we are men. Well, yeah, it's a, they it's a don't street. need us, but we need yeah. them. It's a one-way street. I, it's very ironic. I admit that. <laughs> I stand to it, though. Just say. So some English voice, some English vocal cast announced for this Black Bullet anime. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this entertains you. Oh, it does. It's like my pain entertains you. <laughs> so some names, I don't know if they're heavy hitters or whatnot. They're not really familiar to me, but uh, Chris Patton is a, a voice actor. Yeah, he's pretty known, isn't he? Yeah, I know him pretty well. Uh, Lucy Christian, Christiana Kelly, Carly Moser, and Jay Hickman. And those are some of the few first names on the list, so I guess they're their main characters. They uh, don't know scheduled release for our Blu-ray DVD, so I guess I can do the characters' names as well because this is an anime that's already out and people will know the characters. Uh, Rintero Satomi, Inju 
Aihara, Kisara Tenu, and uh, Sintensishi are the the characters for the voice actors I listed, and I'm going to eat two licorice. <laughs> Was All it right. two? While you're doing that, I'll move on to the next article. So, Aniplex USA licensed the Asterisk War anime. The series will stream on Crunchyroll starting October 3rd. Anyplex Any Any of America announced on Tuesday that it has licensed television anime of author Yu Miyazaki and illustrator uh, Okura's The Asterix War, The Academy City on the Water? Light novel series. The series will stream on Country Roll beginning October 3rd. So here's a little synopsis of the story. Invertia Meteor Storm, parentheses, an unexpected disaster that struck the world during the 20th century. Because of this disaster, numerous cities around the world were destroyed. However, within the meteor, an unknown element called mana <laughs> all the all encompassing why is that funny I, I don't know it's I would never know why you would want to call mana an element or an element oh. called mana I guess that's true because mana is just already associated with energy for casting spells yeah just too much other things that I don't know why you would want to call it that I guess maybe for simplicity Anyway, the all-encompassing element was discovered, which allowed human technology to make rapid strides. This also gave rise to a new species of human born with unique skill, the Star Pulse Generation. The setting for the world's greatest comprehensive battle spectacle, the Festas... Star Warrior Festivals in Academy City was Academy City above the water, surrounded by six academies called Rika, also commonly known as Asterisks. Having transferred into the Seducan Academy in order to fulfill his own wish, scholarship student. Ayato Amagiri swears he too will fight in the city. Okay, there you go. Cool. All right, <clears throat> I got one more. Go for it. By Crunchyroll, and it's a it's a little lighter. It's on the the comedy side. Oh, cool. Yeah, the article is titled "Pokemon Hip Hop Parade Label Offers Pocket Monster Butt Cushions and Boxer Shorts." I so, want them. <laughs> the whole reason I this article caught my eye <clears throat> was because of the two words butt cushions. Yes. Yes. And what <laughs> so what this butt cushion is is it is a cushion and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily and called a it butt goes cushion. On your butt. See, that's what I figured too, but apparently it's got another factor to it. The picture on this cushion is Pikachu, but not Pikachu, <laughs> but Pikachu's butt. So it looks like he was like 
he he broke through a wall or something and got stuck halfway. You know what I mean? Nice. So there's a whole bunch of this is a theme with a whole bunch of different Pokemon. Oh, I stand corrected. The actual cushion is just the butt. <laughs> so, That's Pikachu's ass. If you ever wanted to get cheek to cheek with Pikachu, then Ooh. here's your chance. <laughs> it's it's really funny though, especially because they get creative with it. So they have cushions, they have keychains, they have purses, but the things, and then they have mugs, and the things like the purses and the mugs. Right on the outside, you see the the butt, and then on the inside, you see like the other half, the face. <laughs> so wait, it, so so the direct opposite of their butt is their face. Yeah, and it really kind of looks like coming through the cup or the purse. Very interesting. Yeah, it's it's adorable. It well, really certain, is cute. Only because it's Pokemon. You do that with a human, and it will look super weird. Super yeah, creepy. It would look weird. Also, the boxer shorts, I really want a pair. Okay, so do the boxer shorts have Pikachu's ass on your ass and Pikachu's face on your junk? They have Pikachu's butt where your butt would go. And they even have his tail, although it's it's not something that comes out. It's sure. just the picture. <laughs> the... Now, that would be interesting. That would be kind of neat. And then Pikachu's face the on the front, but it's not like the whole thing. It's like a little... Uh, Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> a little picture of Pikachu's face on where, like, the thigh would be. Oh, okay, so it's not on your junk. Yep. <laughs> Perfect timing. That would be interesting, though, because how boxers have that little, um... <laughs> well, I know where isn't this one? <laughs> that little thing where you can, like, pull it aside, right? Then <laughs> <laughs> it'd kind of be like Pikachu is spitting out <laughs> Whoa, a there. fountain of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa there. We just got way past our rating. <laughs> I guess we are explicit, but we've been keeping this like PG most of this. What episode. are you talking why is that super un PG? You're you're talking about your thing coming out of Pikachu's mouth. No, just the P. Well that's Never mind. bad too. Well, this is a bad episode, isn't it? It's um... this damn licorice. <laughs> Alright, so here's a really cool one. Steins Gate Zero, visual novels, opening movie, previews, uh, Hanako uh, Ito's theme. So, Steins Gate Zero is a visual novel, so it's not really anime. But, the cool thing is, an anime adapt- adaptation of Steins Gate Zero has also been greenlit. Oh, all right. So we will get another Steins Gate. Yeah. And I'm on it. I've looked at this, and it's the, like the trailer for this thing is pretty cool. And it really makes me want to go back and watch Steins Gate again. Which we will win in these days, without oh, a doubt. We have to. We absolutely must. Again, we reserve to the right to re-review any anime that we've done within the first 10 episodes just because we sucked in the first 10 episodes. <laughs> so. So anyway, this looks awesome. You should check it out. Steins Gate Zero Visual Novel. Will do. Um, oh, God. 
I just, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm slowly turning into a Shikabane Bammy. Shikabane. <laughs> You're slowly dying and having regrets that you chose to <laughs> eat black licorice. Alright, this is my last one. Okay. So, it's on the Animation Network, which means an app I have to go to the website. <laughs> well, I can do another <clears throat> article if you want. No, it's okay. I'm already there. Okay. Anime News Network, the title of the article is Sailor Moon Chocolates Are Back, Now with Macaroons. Ooh. Anime News Network merchandise coverage. Oh, that's sponsored by, yeah, that's not Sweeney, <laughs> no. Okay. It's never too early to treat yourself. Truer words have never been spoken, let me just say. Artism Choco is reintroducing the Sailor Moon-themed chocolates for its third year. This time, it's packaging that doubles as a jewelry box, which is kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. The new designs focus on Sailor Moon's magical items and two large round chocolate features, Princess Serenity and Tuxedo Mask's silhouette. That sounds like it would be a really cool gift for your girlfriend if she was into anime. And also if she existed. Well, I'm not saying specifically yours. Oh, okay. I'm saying, like, you know... In general, it would be a good gift for anybody's girlfriend if their girlfriend was in anime. I agree. That would be scoring us some good brownie points, most likely. Or if you want to give it to us, we'll take it too. We probably won't do anything with the box, but we'll eat the chocolates. Oh, I'll keep my jewelry in it. (laughs) (laughs) We've established your evil. Do we also have to establish your drag queen? No. (laughs) Never. Oh, all right. It's my evil jewelry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like your evil rings and stuff? <laughs> yeah. It's my ring showing I graduated from evil high. Oh, okay, okay. It's so my evil, evil class high ring. class ring, yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, my last one. Seraph of the End Season 2's English subtitled trailer previews Fripside theme. Website for the Seraph of the End television anime began streaming the official trailer for the anime's second season, Battle of Nagia, with English subtitles on Monday. The trailer previews the new opening theme song, Two Souls, Towards the Truth, by Fripside. They have also done uh, openings. I did it. Also done openings by a certain for a certain scientific railgun. Great. Future Card Buddy Fight 100. So they're not new to the anime opening theme thing. So that's cool. Yeah. No, my article didn't have anything new to the anime thing either, but... Yeah. Cool. Some cool news. It's a good thing I already had one of these poured. I knew it was going to happen again before the end. <laughs> We're almost done though, so I'm not gonna pour uh, yet another one. Yeah, we're on that home stretch. If we, can, I'm gonna be so proud of us if we can make it through the biweekly, especially you, because you're gonna do most <coughs> of the talking on this next segment. If you can make it through oh. this biweekly buy without having to do it, I'm gonna be so proud of you. <laughs> I'll be happy myself. <laughs> All right. With that said. Ugh. You know, I started out so strong, but I think I've taken more than you. 
The funny thing is, I did not start out strong, but I learned. You seem to have regressed. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> oh, that is funny. I guess okay. we compliment each other well, huh? Right. Alright, let me pull up real quick the... Oh, he's trying to say it, guys. No, I'm he's trying... thinking about it. <laughs> let me pull up. What I is hear it those called? gears turning. Your anime of the week? You didn't tell me what it was. Bi-weekly buy. Or your bi-weekly buy. I was looking yeah. for the words bi-weekly buy. Oh, I was those words we say that. every other week? Yes, that was the part I was struggling with. Okay. Ready? Ready when you are, Captain. I'm going to regret this. No pressure. <laughs> the bi-weekly buy for this week. No, no intro. You don't want to try an intro to see if you'll mess up. You. This is your segment. I do the <laughs> intros of the brawls. It would be kind of neat to think about doing an intro for this, though. Well, we don't really, you don't really do an intro, but you always give me crap, so I mean, that's something. Oh, I do. I do. Have you not suffered enough? Do you need <laughs> me to give you crap on top of this? If it means that there's a possibility that you might suffer as well. <laughs> you really are a masochist uh, slash sadist, aren't you? Oh, All right, boy. here we go. Here we go. We can do this. <laughs> we can do this. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. So, I... Um, in case you haven't noticed, Tyler is the rich one here. He, I'm the poor one. I live on the streets, and I have to go to the public library to do this podcast. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a complete lie. I live in a house. But Tyler, he never ceases to rub the one percentness of his i'm just not even gonna say words that are real now because it's, it's all fog it's, it's just he's so rich that's just good we should add that we should add that if it's not an actual word oh yeah now that i'm saying it huh is that is that your idea mr monopoly over there oh, mr yeah. monopoly on anime his every other week his shelf grows and grows and grows <laughs> And what, what about me? I don't even, I don't even have a shelf. <laughs> and my insides that? are liquefying. <laughs> I was like, what was that? My poop's gonna be jet black. <laughs> you know what, too? I'm not gonna flush it just to freak out my roommate. You're <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> no, that's a lie. I'll flush it. They'll, they'll kick say, me out of the house if I don't. That would be disgusting. Okay. Get it all over the walls. Okay, I'm proud of you. You you somehow managed to not do that. Yeah. I rose and up to your the challenge. horrible not word rant. <laughs> it wasn't even really insulting either. It was just I don't even know. <laughs> Alright. So the bi-weekly buy of this week is called Full Metal Panic. Specifically, huh? Full Metal Panic the Second Raid. Because I already have Full Metal Panic and Full Metal Panic Fanofu, uh, which are the first two. Damn it, I did it already. The first oh. two series. Well, what? this is this what? is cool for me, too, because I, I know nothing about Full Metal Panic. So I'll be interested in this little synopsis. Okay, so let me go to the synopsis of the first season instead of the second season, because the second one, obviously, is just going to talk about the continuation of the story. Full Metal Panic uh, is an anime that's two. Keep, yeah. keep track. 
Uh, Three. <laughs> it doesn't count. It was right after the other. <laughs> it was an anime that was recommended to me by and Chris. No. Amazon. No. Another friend. coworker. Yeah, coworker is probably a better word. Might have been friends at one time, but it really did not end up well. Anyway, he recommended Ooh. this to me, and. It was a pretty good anime. It had its ups and downs. It wasn't a great anime, but it's a good one. It, what, it's, it's an old Does one. it have anything to do with full metal people that are panicking? No. Oh, okay. Not really, honestly. It's just kind of a cool name, I guess. Oh, wow. Really? That's a bold move. <laughs> so anyway, synopsis time. Uh, Sosuke Sagara, a 17-year-old military specialist working for the secret organization Mithril, has been assigned to protect the latest mouse whisper, uh, whispered candidate, Kaname Chidori. To complete this task, Sosuke will have to deal with the enemies from his past as well as the occasional panty thief. That's right, you heard me right. Unfortunately for Sosuke, the toughest part of his mission isn't only protecting Miss Chittery, but also getting used to living in an average high school student's life, which has been no easy task for somebody raised on the battlefield. So the main protagonist is pretty badass. He's a 17-year-old that's been pretty much militarized from childhood. Some kind of like super elite dude. And, and he's a panty thief. No, he's not a panty thief. He has to stop panty thieves. Oh, okay. He is tasked with being a bodyguard to this high school girl who has nothing to do with the military, but has this special unique power where she's like super 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 smart but she doesn't really know it she hasn't like unlocked her potential and so he has to bodyguard her and she doesn't really know it at first so that adds some comedy to it which is kind of cool um and then after she learns of it she tries to like actively avoid it so it's a real challenge for him and it adds gotcha. some you know comedy and there's some romance splashed in there and you got one of the main characters Kurtz Weber voiced by Vic Mignogna so that's a plus you yeah, know. It sounds like there's a lot of tropes in that anime too yeah I mean it's an older one it's from 2002 so it's kind of yeah it's got a lot of you know older tropes and it's got you know giant fighting robots you know, wow, they really mashed a lot in there, didn't they? Yeah, the main character is voiced by Chris Patton, which is ironic because we had him in an article earlier. Speaking of giant fighting robots, though, real quick, mm-hmm. off topic a little bit, the producers of our anime of the week also produced Gurren Lagann, oh, nice. which has a similar art style as well. Yes. A little bit different, but similar. Yeah, a little more out there, a little more animated. Oh, cool. I did a lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is this is this is a pretty good anime. It's cool to see the military aspects of it. It's cool to see like the comedy aspects of it. The first season does pretty well. First season pretty good. First season I've gave it an eight, a solid eight. Momofu was like this weird in between thing. It's not really main story, but it's weird. It's very weird. Like uh, it's like season one point five essentially. Even though it's twelve episodes, the first season is twenty four episodes. Fumofu is twelve episodes. Fumofu was a lot of funny. Like I said, a lot of com- comedy relief, funny stuff. Um, and then it went on to the second raid, which is the one I bought, which is a lot more serious. And I don't think I really cared for it as much as the first season, even though it's rated higher on my anime list but it's definitely mm. good definitely good okay i would recommend cool. it yeah maybe there'll be an anime of the week one of these weeks sure yeah not in october though nope not in october we got a lot of cool stuff planned for got october. stuff on reserve yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that is the bi-weekly buy bi-weekly buy what is the damage um Okay, so don't hate me, but it is five. Nope, I already hate you. <laughs> you can't hate me. It's physically impossible I for you to hate me. Completely disagree. I, <laughs> I, I'm feeling a lot of hate right now. Goes against the laws of nature. No, nope. but you act like this was my idea or something. Hmm. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Well, it is pretty. It was one of my better evil ideas, to be honest. That's true. It does go with your your uh, persona. You know, persona. Persona five. So for your five, you can do two full tablespoons and a half one, and two full teaspoons and a half one if you wanted to. All right. All right. We'll finish it off strong. <laughs> but I just... I'm gonna have to like drink milk after this to kind of. Put some... Oh yeah, to get that pH balance back. Yeah, I know, right? All this acidity, uh... acidity, and then very acidic. that makes it more alkaline. I think I don't know. It's been a while since I took chemistry. I have to ask Chris. He's the chemist. Very base. I know there's acids and bases. Oof. All right. Did you know? Here's a fun fact for you that I actually right. learned. Tell me this fun fact while I'm taking this. <clears throat> All right, and in one of my, I'd take a class protection and marine <coughs> materials, and you wouldn't think uh, about it when you think of each levels. You okay? You gonna live? Uh, I'm okay. When you think uh, of pH levels, you think it's right: lemon juice, acids, hydrochloric <laughs> acid. Apparently, things like concrete and rebar steels also have pH levels as well, and if you get Wrong pH level, those kind of materials together, the material will corrode. That's why they use rebar and concrete because it gives it tensile properties, but also the pH is aligned, so, so it doesn't cause faster corrosion. You okay? Interesting. <laughs> you is it eating a hole through your mouth there? Bro, my face is stuck in a certain position. Oh, yeah. You're gonna go into work like that Monday. You're be like, <laughs> what is it you all puckered up it, for? Does it does it smell bad in here? What? Is it, <laughs> Are you trying to give us kissy face? <laughs> why is he? Why has Tyler been squinting at me all day? 
Did I do something wrong? <laughs> oh, okay, that was torture. Oh. <laughs> you did, though. You made it through, and now you're stronger for it. You're like a <sighs> Saiyan. You gotta beat yourself down, and then you <laughs> come back stronger. Yeah, yeah. Keep saying that. <laughs> also, you have a monkey tail. Well, okay. These are just facts. I would be cool with that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It's like an extra arm that's, you know, attached to your butt. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want an arm butt? <laughs> butt arm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that about does it for us, doesn't it? Oh, please tell me, yes. <laughs> Make the pain stop. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> no more. Yeah, that about does it. We hope you guys enjoyed. I'll let Tyler sign us off this week. <laughs> you just you just don't no, want to mess I, up. I'll do it. The uh, <laughs> there the, the umbrella that I have here. In my room. Nope. Alright, well, I'll sign you off with a piece of licorice. So. Alright, sign us off. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. We had a great time, and we hope... We, we hope really you enjoyed hope we, our torture. Yeah, and we hope you we didn't offend anyone, especially our female listeners, because we really do love you guys. We love all of you guys, and we're so glad that we get to hang out with you every weekend. This podcast has changed our lives for the better, for it's sure. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and we're very fortunate to get to do it. It's a great chance to talk to my best friend, and it's great that people find it entertaining. True that. So we love you guys, and we hope to see you guys next week on another episode <laughs> of Your Wickler Roman. Sayonara. Jamasha. Also, eat the for mates licorice. <laughs> okay. <laughs>